You may not realize it, but you have lots of options for collecting income, far more than what I had early in my business. There were just two ways available to me back in the 1990s. Open a merchant account through my bank, which included a monthly fee whether I had sales that month or not, or have lots of change available in my purse when displaying gift baskets at events or agreeing to cash on delivery when bringing an order to a house or to a corporate office. That was it, and I was always ready. However, not everyone is prepared. Take the case of a man at a, t- at a table next to me selling jewelry during a corporate office break one Friday morning. Friday was always a good day because you knew it was payday for the staff. Women spilled out of elevators into the big conference room where we vendors were waiting. I knew that my being at the event would be more marketing and less sales, and that's what ended up happening. I didn't realize that I could have created some snack bag treats for quick sales. Instead, I showed full out gift baskets and distributed lots of business cards, hoping for sales by phone when the workers were ready to buy. The guy next to me with the jewelry, (laughs) he was making lots of sales. One person who wanted to buy from him had a credit card, but he wasn't ready for that option. I was ready to collect cash and accept credit cards. So what did the guy next to me do? He asked me to accept his customer's credit card and promised to pay me back for the sale. (laughs) Really? If you process a credit card sale for anyone other than your business, your account can and will be closed because it's considered fraud. What if his customer wanted a refund? What if the guy didn't pay me? I don't take chances like that and refused his offer. He pursed his lips as though I was the bad guy and stepped back to his table. Even though I had no sales that day, I was prepared with everything I needed. And so will you after hearing this episode. Stay tuned. Welcome to Gift Basket Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm your host, Shirley George Frazier, author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business and Chief Basketologist at giftbasketbusiness.com. Having a website that includes a virtual store streamlines the sales process for you and the customer. And there are many options to set it up using WooCommerce, Shopify, Wix, through social media, and other programs. You may have a website now to process orders and collect cash, but what if you don't have a website right now? What if you have a website but still need support when selling in person or by phone? The options in either case are plentiful, and while I don't know the exact method that will work for you, I'm here to point out the possibilities for smooth transactions no matter where you sell. Long-time designers, I'm betting that some of these options will create light bulb moments for you too, so hear what I have to share so you're prepared at all times. Let's introduce some order for this episode. We'll discuss how to collect cash on a website and then without a website. We'll uncover what to do online, in person, and by phone since those are the most common scenarios that occur. 
Having a website is the favored option. Your website host will likely be connected with several shopping carts, which you'll find available in the site's control area. Programs such as WooCommerce, Zencart, Thrivecart, Ultracart, ooh, I love those cart names, Equid, and BigCommerce exist. Whichever program you choose will allow you to accept money through PayPal, Stripe, Square, and so many more payment processors. And just like the shopping cart options, there are too many to mention here, especially since different countries offer various payment programs. What if you're planning a website, but it's not yet created? You can still accept customer payments by phone. Set up a business account with PayPal and then establish a paypal.me link. Paypal.me. You'll establish that link to give customers, to give it to customers either by phone or after the phone discussion, you'll send the customer an email confirming the order along with your paypal.me address. The customer pays you through paypal.me. The money goes straight into your PayPal account. Don't start the order, though, until you receive the payment, and that's true for all phone orders. You can also use Square.com and ProPay.com to process credit card orders online without the use of a website. And I'm mentioning the, pay, the payment programs that I know work to your advantage because I use them successfully. And as I said before, there are other reputable programs which you will find, and I encourage you to review their terms and conditions as you will do for the ones I mentioned. Accepting a check by phone is another option. You can do that, but it will be easier for you to verify payment by getting the customer's debit card number, which includes the account number, expiration date, name on the card, and the card's security number. And we know the security number is also known as the CVV code, which is card verification value. If you accept checks by phone, you only do so after verifying that one of the programs you accept for payment lets you enter the check's routing and account numbers. You'll also ask the customer for the name and address printed on the check. Accepting payments through online sources is pretty easy as long as, as you have set up accounts that allow you to submit credit card numbers. ProPay.com is one program I've used for years to enter credit card payments, and Square.com is another. Before delivering a gift basket in person, you can ask the customer how they intend to pay if you haven't received payment ahead of time. Now, not receiving payment beforehand is not recommended, but I know that snafus can occur, especially when you're new to gift baskets. In-person payments also occur when you exhibit at trade and consumer shows. So we'll just say that that's why and where you're getting paid. Get change from your bank in both paper and coins. You might accept $50 bills during an event or when you're giving the gift basket in person, but maybe you won't accept $100 bills due to fraud problems with that particular denomination. I mean, remember, you are not a bank. Some people do want to break a bill when you are delivering a gift basket or giving a gift basket. You do not have to act as that person's bank. So it is best that you accept 20s, certainly, and anything under that. 
but watch yourself accepting $100 bills. Order, also order credit card readers directly from PayPal and Square in time to take it on the road with you. When you're given a credit card, you will use one of those credit card reading devices to complete the transaction right in front of the customer. Well, we've covered how you get paid with or without a website, which includes online, by phone, and in-person transactions. Before you enroll in any program, be sure to read all the terms and conditions. I mentioned that before, I need to mention that again. And those terms and conditions include fees that you're charged for each transaction. General fees at this point is usually 2.9% of the price that you are charging the customer. And there can also be a 30 cent charge on top of that. You are always going to pay a fee for every type of transaction except cash and check sales. Well, with checks, if it bounces, yeah, you're going to pay a fee, but hopefully you will use the debit card or another type of processing method. It's just business. This is what business is all about. And the cost today is a far cry from what I paid many years ago. I remember paying $30 a month plus transaction fees to the merchant account I set up. And as I said earlier, that was paid to the merchant account processor, whether I had sales or not. Whew. I'm so glad that that is over. <laughs> Longtime designers, you're familiar with most, if not all, of what I just shared. What about out-of-country transactions? Such payments are easily completed through a wire transfer. Are you prepared to accept money that way? What are the instructions that you tell your customers so that payment is processed quickly and easily? Well, here how, here's how it's done. You call the bank that maintains your business checking account and ask them for instructions. And you certainly do that before you get the order. The bank will provide you with the international numbers that you will give to your out-of-country customer. Certainly your customer might have a checking account or a a credit card, but you want to be ready for any kind of wire orders that will be processed smoothly. And as I said, your, your bank will provide you with all the information you need, and you will keep this information in a safe place, a place that's easy to locate when an order arrives. You don't want to just tuck it in a drawer and then be rifling through the drawer looking for the instructions. Beginners, you want to do the same thing, finding out about wire transfer through your business bank, because you never know what marketing is going to deliver to you in terms of sales. One day you will have all local orders, and another day you could have a couple of international orders arrive. I also use Payoneer.com. You can find that online, Payoneer.com, for international orders. It's a well-established program that costs nothing to enroll. Well, I haven't mentioned Zelle and Venmo. Those are two payment services that may have business potential for you. Of course, you want to keep business and personal transactions separate because Zelle and Venmo have a personal piece to it. Zelle and Venmo are very popular for transactions between friends. So if you use Zelle 
and Venmo or either one of them, if you use that with friends and family, friends and family, I should say, it may not be your choice for business unless you can open an additional account for business purposes. While I've mentioned some programs that I use, the mention is not an endorsement. I do strongly encourage you to review all programs before you enroll. My hope is that you're clear on the vast options to get paid with or without a website. Every option has potential. So don't let the details that I just shared overwhelm you. Some programs are easy to set up and correct for your business while other information is good to know and just keep as a reference until the time you may need it. The bottom line is that when a sale comes to you, you have the ability to process the sale and know how to complete it immediately and effectively. You are in business to provide value and satisfaction. A smooth order process produces both. Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for how to get paid with or without a website. Next week is another goodie. We'll be discussing marketing with donations. I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.